friends, my name is Kat Lee. And I'm Heather McFadden. And you're listening to the Hello Mornings podcast. And today we're continuing a series we started last time called What If I'm Not a Morning Person? And we're sharing 15 tips on how to overcome being a night owl and how to embrace the mornings. So last time we talked about the first eight tips, and I'm just going to briefly run through those, and then we're going to dive into the next seven. So the first eight were tip number one, know your why. Tip number two, set your goals. Tip number three, take baby steps. Tip number four, focus on bedtime. Tip number five, set an alarm for bedtime. Tip number six, don't linger. Tip number seven, tell others. And tip number eight, surround yourself. And so today we're going to dive into the next seven. And these are just really simple but helpful ways that we can kind of transition the way we think from thinking, oh, I'm either a night owl or a morning person to really thinking, you know, mornings can be for everybody and I can Mm. have an intentional morning no matter, you know, where I thrive during the day. And it doesn't need to be a big transition either. Uh, But I know that a huge obstacle that people, including myself, have when they decide that they want to get up a little earlier is they're afraid of waking people up. You know, mm-hmm. how, how do I get up without waking up the whole entire house? And I actually, I very um, dorkily have issues with waking people up. I hate waking people up. Like even when I have been roommates with people at a conference yeah. or on a trip. My roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yep. even if I'm in, enlisted with the task <laughs> to be the person who wakes people up, <laughs> instead of just letting the alarm be loud or waking people up, I'll just gently turn up the music really softly while <laughs> Slowly turn on my phone light and gradually make more time. Like, I hate. Because you know the high value of sleep. You don't want to be the one who decides when that that valuable thing ends. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just, I feel like this while kind of a detriment because there are times (laughs) when I'll, you know, be a roommate with someone or even if I don't want to wake my husband up because I know he needs to get some sleep for one reason or another, I will just lay on one side of my body and not roll over because I'm like, oh, I might wake somebody up. So while this is a little extreme and maybe an issue that I need counseling for. (laughs) We'll pray over you. Yes. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Um, At the same time, I feel like it's sort of helped to me to be an early morning ninja. Yeah. So we have a few tips and suggestions for you this this morning today on on how to get up without waking other people. What's your favorite thing that you do? My very favorite thing. Well, okay. Let's just be (laughs) real. I guess well, there's probably a lot. Yeah. Or some are, what are some of your favorite yeah. things? Well, yeah. I think the best one is just to go to bed on time because when mm-hmm. you're well rested, it's easier to wake up. Okay. So that is tip number one. If you want to get up easily, get a good night's sleep. Okay. But that's kind of preachy. So let's move yeah. on to the next one. The mm-hmm. next one is my Fitbit. I have okay. um, a Fitbit and it has a vibrating alarm on it. And I absolutely love this because it wakes me up, but it doesn't wake anybody else up. Yeah. Um, yeah. As opposed to other people in my room who have alarms <laughs> on their phone that it's like that nighttime air raid alarm that's <laughs> on the iPhone. <laughs> and I think there may be a speaker attached or something because it's like. Rah, rah. Yeah. Although my husband's phone was going off for nine minutes this morning oh and neither God. of us heard it. Maybe you so need more sleep. The volume. Time. Yeah. Yeah. The volume, I think. Yeah. It's, it's tricky. It's <laughs> tricky to not make it like so quiet mm-hmm. that you don't even wake up to so blurry. So I like that. Mm-hmm. So it's on, you wear it to sleep because yes. Fitbits measure 
your sleep. sleep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so I wear to sleep and I actually, if I, if I know I'm going to be a little tired in the morning, I'll set multiple. So, you know, I'll set it like every five minutes for five times because eventually I'm actually going to wake up. Typically just one wakes me up just fine. But if you so are- So that's kind really of a tricky sleeper, snooze. Like you did, you built in a snooze button. Yes. Well, I don't build it in as a snooze button because I don't want to allow myself that. But if I know I'm tired and I know that the first vibration might not wake me up, it's, gotcha. kind of, it's more of a backup alarm than it's a backup of snooze. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's all wording. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what are some things that you do so that, you know, you don't wake your kids or your husband up? Because you actually leave the room and have to like go through the yeah. house and you have stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one I'm, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think cracking your ankles before, no, <laughs> I, I told my husband out the other day because my youngest son left his room the exact second I got up. Uh, it's like, I think he heard my ankles. <laughs> so we do have uh, sound machines in all our kids' rooms, although all four of them sleep in one room now. We have a sound machine and that to me is helpful no matter what size your house is because even when we travel wherever we you know, they're sleeping, if we're sharing a hotel room or a space, it's helpful to have that sound so that I can be, you know, flipping pages or whatever. And they're so used to sleeping with it that it, it's like white noise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it have, do you guys have or is it an actual device? No, we actually have like from Bed Bath & Beyond. Use your 20% off coupon. No, they, they have, they have so sound machines. So Lardigan's last time, this time a yeah. sound machine. We should probably get sponsors. I know, right? <laughs> totally, totally. Um, You definitely need these links in the show notes. So we've had that with our kids forever. My oldest is super sensitive to sound to the point like when he was our only child, we would tell babysitters, this is awful, like how to sneak out of his room through a side sliding door, like to pad his back until they thought he was asleep and to like slink down and crawl out of the room. I'm telling you, we told babysitters to do that. It's terrible. So we've always, we just decided to do sound machines so that he couldn't hear us leave. And then, um, yeah, so that's one of my major tips for moms who have kids, uh, and and then I don't know if I have any other like how to be a ninja. Yeah. Well, I have one more. Okay, well, do it. Mine seem to be sort of technical, but yeah. if, if you um, are going to replace your air conditioner or your little thermostat unit, we recently got one that's called Sensei, and it is connected. And I think there's there's different ones, but basically it's connected to Wi-Fi. And so this is actually my new very favorite thing because okay. I can um, just turn on my phone and log into our thermostat and turn on the fan. Yes. Um, and that kind of acts as we don't have white noise machines in our kids room. Maybe that'd be a cheaper way. <laughs> I was like, this sounds sensei. A cheaper it's, way. It's talk about ninjas Amazon, and right? sensei. Yeah. Right. No, that's the and name. then my sensei turns on. <laughs> so the, the, um, the thermostat, that's the name of the thermostat, I guess. But um, so basically I can turn on the air conditioning or, the fan from anywhere in the house, even from my bed. So if I'm, you know, if all of my children have made their way into our room during the night and I think it's going to be hard to get up without waking them up, then I'll just grab my phone and then I'll turn on the air conditioning fan, which is near our room. So it's extra loud and it'll just give me the cover I need (laughs) to get up 
<laughs> and get to my bathroom. So, yeah, we are getting practical and specific. This is serious. This is serious this is stuff. No joke. No and joke. Even though it sounds goofy, once you try maximizing your mornings, you're going to come back to this episode and you'll be like, that stuff was gold. Uh-huh. Because it is, it is a, it's a thing. It's a mm-hmm. real thing to try to get up without waking people up. Unless you don't have an issue with it, which I need you to counsel me. <laughs> well, and we'll need to do an episode, too, on when they do wake up, how it can still be a successful yes. morning. Yes. I think that should be a whole episode. Absolutely. That'll be huge. Huge. Um, okay. So All right. That's tip how, number 10 or yeah. not? Tip number yeah. 10. Yeah. I think we, we, we gave some real good nuggets there on tip number yeah. 10. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. tip number 10 is to make an investment. Okay. Tell me about that. So, you know, there are times when I've given my kids presents and they're like, oh, that's fun. That's cool. And then they forget about it. But there are times when they have saved up their money for something Mm. and invested in it. And those things tend to be the ones that are the most precious to them because they put in the effort. They put in the work for it. And so whatever your investment might be, whether it's buying an LED candle or whether it's investing in a Bible study or um, investing in taking just the time to plan out what your morning is going to look like, don't take this new habit of yours, this new routine of yours. Don't take it lightly. Make an investment and and say, this is what I'm going to do. And it could even be something as as much as um, using like a gift card or something to help someone else keep you accountable. So saying, hey, I really am serious about this. I really want to start my days well. I want to start my day with God. Um, So if I don't do X, Y, and Z every morning, I'm at the end of the week, you get a $20 gift card. If you just ask me. If I this do. is something probably most people haven't heard of. I am familiar because I have been the recipient of the offer <laughs> from you. <laughs> like you uh, texting out or voxering out. Okay, guys, if by the end of the day, I haven't done these things, one of you gets a Starbucks card or whatever, whoever checks in. I don't even remember how we won. I just knew there was money involved. Uh, I think that's huge, especially you know, if money's tight, right. That can be the motivator. Or even if it's not tight, but you don't yeah. want to have to tell your spouse, <laughs> you that, why did you that give you had so a gift card? Was it her birthday? No, I just didn't do what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't keep my end of the deal. Yeah. It sounds a little mm-hmm. intense, but you know, like I said, in our early part of our lives, we have that structure. We have that accountability with school, with parents. Um, but when we are grown ups, we don't. And so we need to create that for ourselves. If it's something we really want to do, this isn't about, okay, well, now I need to just do this thing and I need to pay somebody if I don't do this thing. If this is something that you decide to do, I'm you had to go back to number one. What's, right. your What's your why? You aren't right. even in the game if you right. haven't right. figured that out. If, yeah. if you, like me, want to do something, but it's really hard to get to that next level. It's almost like hiring a coach in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, you just need somebody to kind of put your feet to the fire. And um, this is just a super simple way to do that, to say, okay, I'm making an investment. And if just investing in having my little cozy space isn't enough, if making taking the time to plan my mornings and my bedtime isn't enough, then I'm just going to go to the next level. And for me, that's... I need accountability and I need to put down cold, hard cash to somebody <laughs> because your friends are just going to be too nice half the time. You yeah. know, a lot of times yeah. we'll say, keep me accountable. I'm like, oh, good. Well, you can keep me accountable with this. But then if one of you doesn't do it, then you're mm-hmm. both going to give each other grace and then nobody gets anywhere. So mm. you got to get tough. You got to get it's tough. tough love. Yeah. Tough love with I yourself. like it. Okay. What's tip number 11? 
Tip number 11 is to manage your expectations. Mm. I think this yep. is huge. Yep. Because our tendency is to want to go big or go home. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think, okay, this is great. This sounds good. I want to have awesome mornings. I'm going to start waking up at 530 every morning, even though right now I get up at 730 and it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when you make that big of a shift, you're going to burn out because that relies solely on willpower and self-discipline. And there's not much habit building when you're making that big of a shift. And so you need to manage your expectations that it's going to be a slow process. You're going to need to start out slowly and you're going to need to start out small Probably. There might be a few people out there. I think my husband tends to be one of the people who can make, he has the capacity to make big changes um, yeah. in his life. But I. Th- but if we're talking about night owls, right? Right, right. Like night yeah. owl, the other thing too would be, I bet in a lot of their minds, it's like, oh, the opposite. A morning person is like waking up singing and there's birds chirping right. and they're, they've dusted the whole house. And even the expectation <laughs> that you need to have a good attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think recognizing that waking up early doesn't mean you wake up with like a song in your heart and you're jumping around the house. Like it just <laughs> it means, means that you, get up. you show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, every morning isn't going to, you're not going to have like this great shaft of light shining on you from heaven. <laughs> and you're it's gonna, not for God's. Yeah. yeah right. It's yeah. not going to be some, every morning isn't going to be an amazing. You're not going to, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, have this wonderful word from God every single morning and plan out your entire life and run a marathon. It's just not going to be like that. So just know that this is really a long-term investment. Um, there's a, a quote that I like that it says, a river runs through rock, not because of its power, but because of its persistence. Yeah. So if we just manage those expectations that some mornings are just going to be hard, some mornings are just going to kind of feel kind of blah. Mm-hmm. But it's really in the consistency of it that we find so much of the power, you know, really in our just it's just like in our relationships as well that, you know, it's not like every date that you go on with your spouse is going to be the best ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in that day to day relationship that builds um, builds that and, and really has the impact on your life. So um, manage your expect. Well, and one last expectation yeah. is uh, if you have a bad week or a bad couple weeks that you, like you said, are not meant for this. Right. To expect that it's going to go great every single day mm-hmm. will set you up for discouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that goes into tip number 12. Celebrate that sometimes there's going to be failures, but let's talk about 12 celebrate those successes. You're going to have great days. You're going to have your first, you know, especially in the beginning, you know, like when kids start a new sport and they get a medal for everything that they do. (laughs) Yay! You looked at the soccer ball. That's awesome. (laughs) You get a medal. Um, There's something to that. There's something about feeling like we've accomplished something instead of just looking at the long term and, and wanting those, those big goals, celebrating our small successes along the way. So that first morning, be excited. I got up. I did it. This is awesome. This is success. Uh, and, and that's even sort of something, well, uh, this will tie a little bit into 13, which we'll go into in a minute. But, yeah. you know, it could even be like for me, that candle that I have waiting for me in the morning. That's kind of a small celebration of my success. Hey, I got up and I was able to see my candle lit up, which means that I got up early enough yeah. um, to enjoy my little candle. So 
even if it's small little successes you have waiting for you at your morning spot, Mm -hmm. or if it's saying, hey, I just had a whole week of getting up and starting my day with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's a great thing to do as well, to celebrate what you've accomplished along the way. And I know for me today, even had a really rough couple of days with my boys and just feeling discouraged with how they're treating each other and just their attitudes. And I've, I know we're getting ready to go to family camp and I, and just this morning with my time, just the fact that I had like a second to reflect, that's what's hard for me in summer is there's no space for reflection and my mornings is my chance for that to be like, okay, like what is really going wrong? It's not just their behavior. It's not just that we're getting lots of time together. I am fearful of how people see our family when we go to family camp, how counselors will think about them, how friends will think of them. And so in in that fear, I'm trying to micromanage them. And so it helped me take a step back and um, to analyze, okay, so maybe I need to speak positively over these boys. I haven't spoken blessing over them in a while. I haven't spoken life over them in a while. And so then I was able when I when they woke up to greet them and say to each one, whisper in their ear, good morning, joy bringer. Good morning, mighty warrior of God. The things that God has told me about each boy, I could then whisper in their ear and celebrate that success today after two days of discouragement because I had that time. And I'm not going to re- say, okay, well, those two days were bad. I'm going to dwell on the bad. But to say, okay, today I took the time I spent with God. He showed me my own heart, my own um, fear instead of love. And I was able to change things um, starting over today. I love that. And I think that's also just a great thing to incorporate into your morning. Okay, what are yeah. what are the great things that God has done in my life? Yeah, a little gratitude journal kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that for a while, like a... One that I had ongoing, mm-hmm. kind of like Ann Voskamp's 1,000 Gifts. Right, right. And I mean, that's huge. You know, what, what is what are some great things God has done? And then branching that out, what are some great things that my spouse has done or that my kids are done mm-hmm. or that I've mm-hmm. done? And it can just really have a huge impact um, on us. And, and and I think maybe even just in talking about that, let me, let's just, we're going to jump to 14. Okay. Because I yeah. think that, that really relates to it. Um, yeah. And then we'll go back to 13. Okay. Um, but so number 14 is just to pray for perspective. Mm. And I think that process of just having that time of thankfulness in the morning um, can be a huge, huge motivator for those night owls to get up early, to know that that morning time is this positive time. It's not just like, okay, I need, to, up, is me? I need to check yeah. off the list, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, we, oh. <laughs> just going into no. the morning. Yeah. But it's me like, oh, this is this is a celebration time. God has done mm-hmm. things in my life. He is doing things in my life. Um, these are things that, I, you know, he has helped me to accomplish or that these are great things that my spouse has done or that my kids have done. These are great things happening around me that I, I get to be a part of, or these are the things I'm thankful for, for each one of my friends. And And then as we do that, and as we make that a part of our mornings, it just allows us to more easily overflow that time into the rest of our day because then we have things to say to encourage people around Mm -hmm. us. And we have prayers to pray of thanks to the Lord for the things that he's done. And so I think just taking that time to have that perspective in your God time can be huge because it then allows you to have something to really look forward to in the morning. Um, But then just really the idea of praying for perspective. 
mm-hmm. you know, especially when we're in different seasons of life, it kind of goes along a little bit with the managing expectations. But, you know, if we really can grasp that God has a purpose for us mm-hmm. and we have that perspective that my life matters, that maybe there's people today that he wants me to speak words of encouragement to. And I don't know what those words of encouragement are. He does. And so I need to take the time to listen to him so I can say those things to them. Mm-hmm. And if we can just pray for that perspective that how I live today matters, the things that I say to people today matter. And the only way that I'm going to do that um, and, and kind of walk out what God has for me is for me to connect with him first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that can just be huge as well, just to, to give us that motivation to get out of bed or to go to bed at night, knowing that the next day matters. And really the only way that we can live it well is to start with him. It's good. It's good. Okay. So tip 13 is be prepared. All right. Cause we can know our why mm-hmm. we can say, all right. Uh, I had a gal email me just the other day saying, I, I really want to, to improve my relationship with Jesus and be more uh, dependent on him. So that might be your why. Mm-hmm. And yet, so how are you doing that? <laughs> uh, is, is, are you waking up? Are yeah. you ready? You can you can have the perspective and you know you have a purpose, but what, what what's going on? How how do we do number thirteen? I, I think for me, um, it can and a lot of times, especially for people making this transition from night owl to morning person, it can come down just to the super practicals. Um, hey, there's a little bag right next to my bed where I put my Bible at night and I put my workout clothes and I put my planner and Mm -hmm. I wake up, my alarm goes off. It's ready for me. I wake up, I walk out, I go to my spot and I have my God time and I am just ready for that. Um, you know, it could be something a little bit more theoretical of, I have my mission statement. I have the verses that I'm memorizing just kind of in my heart. Now I'm, I'm prepared internally um, I know what I'm going to, how I'm going to exercise or whatever, what, whether it's a, a physical thing that you have ready to go or just in your head, something that you have ready to go, knowing what you're going to do next so that you're not making those decisions in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that can be, that can, that can be the make or break because if we have to wake up and make decisions, if we have to make up, wake up and find stuff, I mean, we're already trying to be ninjas, just getting from point A to point B. If we have to find our Bible and our shoes and our planner all along the way, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's just that much harder. Well, so. I have an example of a friend who was like, she, I was talking to her on Sunday and she said she and her husband were going to start Whole30. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, wait, tell it, me about it in case I haven't. Or, in case you haven't heard about Whole30, you basically don't eat anything. No, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you cut out all the good stuff, really, like sugar and um, I think carbs. I can't even remember. You're basically eating whole food, fruits, vegetables, meat. And so... I was like, oh, that sounds great. I'll join you guys <laughs> with no preparation. I didn't go to the grocery store. I just woke up Monday morning thinking I'm going to do Whole30. And I lasted a whole 30 minutes. <laughs> I did not. My mom was living with us, my dad, and she had gone to Costco and bought Giardelli brownies. I was literally eating brownies by the afternoon. I mean, to me, that was like the identity of like not being prepared, but being prepared for failure. <laughs> was, That's and, awesome. and then the discouragement, I didn't really feel like starting it the next day because mm-hmm. I'm like, look, see, I couldn't even keep it for a day. So uh, I, I definitely think that preparedness, prepare, that's, is that That's a, thing? a word, but yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the front side, 
helps you as a night owl transitioning to a morning person not believe those lies. We'll see. I couldn't even do it for um, set yourself up for success. That's what yeah. my friend and I always say for our our boys. If we know that we're setting them up for failure in a situation, mm-hmm. we, we want them to succeed so that then that success breeds success. Mm-hmm. So that preparedness, that's huge, huge. There's a thing called choice architecture that mm. when you read like ha- about habit building and stuff. And so there was this study done. Oh, I need to have studies handy so that I can reference <laughs> the exact locations of them and the exact statistics. But I'll be general so that I'm not throwing out random statistics. Um, it was done in some hospital in New England and okay. it was in the cafeteria. And what mm-hmm. they did is they, they did two things. First, they labeled every item uh, in, in the cafeteria with either, you know, like a, a red yellow or green sign kind of indicating the level of healthiness of that item. Okay. Okay. And then they also moved the sodas had been like prominent uh, at the checkout lanes and easily easy to grab and go. And instead they swapped that out for water. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they did that one simple swap of moving the sodas to the back and the waters to the front, they had like a 30% increase in water consumption and huh. a decrease in soda consumption. And they had not instructed anyone about what they were doing. They didn't, they didn't really do, they didn't do anything preparation for people to say, Hey, you need to be healthier now. They just made it harder to get mm-hmm. to the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, with our morning time as well, we can kind of do that choice archite- architecture, making it easy to make a good decision. Or like you're talking about with the whole 30, if you had woken up and there was breakfast in your refrigerator ready to go of what you're mm-hmm. supposed to eat and you just needed mm-hmm. to pick that and go. Yeah, you probably would. And if there was breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you would have at least made it a day before you ate those brownies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, no, it's totally true. Because then I found a plan that was like a thirty-day plan that told me exactly what to eat for breakfast, what to eat for lunch, what to eat for dinner, my grocery list, and I stuck with it mm-hmm. for the thirty days because there wasn't a choice. So like that's the a choice before and after story, right? There. It, it is totally. I love it. <laughs> so, see, yeah. guys, if you prepared, yeah. it can make the whole difference. Well, and I think coming to the Hello Morning site, I mean, you've set people up for success just by giving them the accountability, giving them the plan, mm-hmm. giving them the ideas, this mm-hmm. podcast right here. I think taking that time to really process through what that looks like for their situation, their home, mm-hmm. their life uh, sets them up to win. And we have Bible studies at the HelloMornings.org site that you can download and it tells you, you know, what to read every day. It has questions for you and it even has space um, in the printables where you can write down your plan for the day and how you plan to move for the day. So basically on one sheet of paper, it has everything you knew, need to do God, plan, and move. And then we also have um, audios for each day. So if you just can't get out of bed <laughs> mm-hmm. or you just can't think, uh, you can download the audios and you can listen to it. It includes the scripture reading and then it includes the devotional um, and then the action questions as well. And so, you know, we, we've just tried to pave that way and make it as easy for you as possible to start this habit. And then you can make it your own. Then you can take it to the next level. But being prepared can help us to get started. Um, so tip number 15, I think is huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. What is yep. it? Know that God is pleased with you. This is not like a do this. And then I think there's a religiosity to quiet time uh, that isn't anywhere in the Bible that God says you must have 
a God move plan time and then I will love you. Right. Um, but if we look at Jesus's model, he did get away. He did spend time in God's presence um, for his benefit. He he uh, he modeled it. Mm-hmm. So but it wasn't that that then made God love Jesus more or it was that he desired it and it kept him able to do his ministry. Uh, not able to. I thought that was not right. That is not exactly theologically correct right there. But the key is that it's not a do this and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's really more of a, like the Narnia example. Yeah. Amazing things are waiting for us on the yep. other side. It can be fine where we're at. We will survive and everything is good and God loves us, but I don't want to miss out. I don't want yeah. to not do everything that he's called me to and experience all the things that he has for me. Um, mm. And I really want to live um, to serve him. And, and, and in order to do that, I need to know his heart. Um, and then just knowing that he's, he's pleased with us. You know, the first person to wake up in the morning in our house besides me is always my son. Mm. And no matter what time he wakes up, it's really as much as, as much as I often want just these dedicated hours of time to have my morning time and then to do some work. Um, I love when he interrupts me. Yeah. I love when he comes in, I see his little bed head and he comes in, he's usually bringing a blanket and he'll come and give me a hug and a kiss. And I love that time. It doesn't matter what time he wakes up. It doesn't matter if he comes in and he's asking for his phone first to play a video game or if he's asking, coming in with his action Bible ready to read. When I see him, that is just a highlight of my morning. And I feel like God feels the same way about us. Mm-hmm. It's not something like he's like, I, you know, you need to do X, Y, and Z, and then I'll be pleased with you. He is just happy mm-hmm. to spend time with us and he wants to speak to us. He wants to encourage us and um, whatever steps you're taking, however big or however small, or if you're in a season of, of it just being stalled out, God is merciful and gracious and loving. And there is never a time when you need to feel like, well, now I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's totally a human reaction. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a human response because mm-hmm. to him, the door is always open. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I picture him in my the space where I hang out in the morning. I picture him kind of hanging out there. Hmm. And not that that's again not theologically correct, but in my mind I think it's like when you have a workout buddy and you say, "Hey, let's meet at the gym at 6 a.m." and there's your accountability. Mm-hmm. Um and then when you don't show up, your friends there like, "Dude, you didn't show up." And they're, you know, they keep working out. They're still going to do their thing, but they're just disappointed because they wanted to be with you. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I um, hit the snooze or I choose to be on my phone in bed or um, not go down in that chair, that I'm the one that misses out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not that it changes who God is or his love for me. It's that we were going to hang and... I missed out on all of his love pouring over me and all of that filling up and all of that truth and all of that um, time with him, uh, just us. So, so yeah. Good. It kind of goes back to the, what we talked about in the previous episode, kind of the overarching tip for all of this is just to have grace for yourself yeah. and, and yeah. To accept the grace that God has for you because grace is what's going to keep you going. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of if you allow judgment to set in, whether you know the whether it's your own judgment or the judgment that you perceive God to have 
um, for your mornings and how good or bad they go, that's only, only, only going to slow you down and it's not going to get you to where you want to go. So just remembering the grace God has for you and then, you know, owning that for yourself as well is huge. Um, So tips number nine through 15. Yep. Tip number nine was how to get up without waking other people up. Basically, how to be a morning ninja. Yeah. Tip number 10, make an investment. Tip number 11, manage your expectations. Tip number 12, celebrate your successes. Tip number 13, be prepared. Tip number 14, pray for perspective. Tip number 15, know that God is pleased with you. And bam, we just went through all 15. Boom. Did it. Tips. So I... I'm excited to hear y'all's stories about how um, these ideas have helped you and have impacted you. Uh, so head over to hellomornings.org. We would love to connect with you. We have resources for you there. We have groups you can join. And um, we have obviously more podcast episodes to listen to if this is your first one. So again, my name is Kat Lee. And my wonderful and amazing co-host is Heather McFadden, who podcasts. Um, her podcast name is called The God-Centered Mom. And you can learn more again about Hello Mornings at hellomornings.org. And we are so excited that you joined us on today's podcast. All right. Thanks. All right. See you guys Bye. next time. It's early in the morning, the house is quiet But I've set aside this time for you I bow before the throne of a noble king place my heart begins to sing it's gonna be a good day a good day filled with his grace his grace and sweet new mercy may my thoughts obey jesus to walk in his way This song is called God Day by Jen Stanbro. You can get your copy at iTunes, Amazon, or jenstanbro.com.